Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. I stand alone. I stand alone. Welcome to the show. What a good Friday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there, 707, seven minutes after 7 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Hope you had a great work week and a great weekend planned. Um, If you've been listening to my show this week, you know I've had like a a make-a-wish kind of weekend for a fan of comedy. I got to go see uh, at the Tabernacle on Tuesday uh, Dave Chappelle and Jon Stewart, which was a phenomenal show, phenomenal show. And if my life couldn't get any better right now, I've got the hottest comedian in the world in studio. She is at the punchline this weekend, Nikki Glazer. Nikki, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm so good. That sounds like an amazing show. It was pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, but this is like the cherry on top. You are literally the hottest comedian in the world right now. Thank you. What what happened? I know you've been funny for years, but how are you now, like, just um, in the forefront? You know, you just reach a point. I mean, I hope I get hotter, but uh, I, you just, re- I've been doing it now, starting like, two, I've been doing it 13 years, okay. so it's just, you do it long enough, and hopefully things start happening, so and now if they you, don't, you're, you're doing something wrong. Your comedy career has hit puberty, right? Yeah, that like, it's just, it's, <laughs> it's uh, they always say about 10 years in, you find your voice, and then, um, and I found that to be true. And so now I just like really know who I am and know what I want to say, and and people uh, are drawn to that, you know, when you're just not really nervous about what you're doing anymore, and you just really know what I just have confidence now, yeah. and I didn't always. Well, as it shows. A it, yeah. it absolutely shows. And and just uh, as an indicator, uh, once once word got out that you were going to be at the punchline, yeah, I got texts from like. Half a dozen people like, hey, can you hook me up with Jamie's oh, number? Oh, that's so wanna... nice. Yeah, it was, it was pretty crazy. So I I, uh, I said no. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I feel it. It's like it's uh, there's different little waves of your career where things um, start happening and where you go, oh, well, this is the next level. And this is definitely one of those where it's like I just had a really good summer of doing a lot of TV and just being on different things and doing the roast of Bruce Willis and um you know, you can just tell, like, I get recognized more on the street and, yeah. and stuff like that. And, and just, you know, views on clips starts going up. And it's it's a, a lot of that. Like, it's just uh, you get a sense uh, and followers are, you know, you can just, you can tell how famous you, you are it, now yeah. by numbers exactly. numerically. Like, it, I think before social media, you're just like, I wonder if people notice. <laughs> but now it's like, oh, OK, yeah, it's it's there's something happening here. What I have to be fully honest, I haven't seen the the Bruce Willis yeah, roast no, no, yet. No, it's fine. Because I work seven jobs. You don't oh, want to hear I, my, I've my sad show. How did how did you get that gig and how did it go? Um, I got that gig because I uh, I did the roast of Rob Lowe previously and um prior to that I just had a good relationship with Comedy Central mm-hmm. and I'm funny and uh and yeah, and so that's how you get it. You just get asked to who, do it. Who was tougher to roast? Lowe or 
Bruce Willis. I think Lowe was just because it's like I didn't really know anything about him. He was like in Tommy Boy to me. Like I didn't grow up watching whatever he was in. I so forget. You, you were at this too point. young for his. Like, yeah. yeah okay. So I had to do my research. Whereas Bruce Willis was easier to roast because he's just more famous, sure, I think, yeah. than Rob Lowe. But um, the Rob Lowe roast also had uh, Ann Coulter, which it turned into like a roast yes. of Ann Coulter. So that was kind of easier in certain ways. Um, and then the Bruce Willis roast. Um, they're they're not easy. They're the hardest thing that I've will ever hopefully do as a comedian because it's like you're writing a speci- you're writing a new batch of jokes. Sure. Um, to do one time in one performance in a performance that is in a bottle, like you can't you can't practice that performance yes. leading up to it. There's no way to get all of those people there on stage with you to run it a bunch of times around town. Um, it's like a it's you got you just hope it goes well when you do it. And I did I did run this at a lot at different clubs, but it's it's hard to do roast jokes in front of club patrons when the the roast the setting isn't for a roast. Do it's you, like they're at there that for a comedy point, show. Because it is such a different muscle. Yeah. You know, um do you call in your friends and say, Hey, yes, I need some help. I'm roasting. So Bruce many friends. Willis. Yeah, I got asked to do it about two and a half weeks out from the shoot date and so I literally reached out to every single person that I thought would want to write jokes yeah. for me and paid them to write jokes sure, for me. And then crowdsource that. In the end, I used like 85% my own material, mm. but like those couple jokes that I used can, you know, one joke can make you have the set of the night. So I, I didn't want to risk not having every joke at my disposal. The reason I ask is because years ago, Jeffrey Ross was uh, roasting Hasselhoff. Yeah. And he sent me a text. He's like, anything you got, yeah. send me. So I sent him like 25 Hasselhoff jokes. Yeah. And like 23, of course, everyone else had already done. Sure. Yeah, yeah you get a lot original. of repeats. But I did the same thing. Any any funny friend I had, yeah, whether exactly. comedian or not, <laughs> yeah. I reached out to and was like, listen, if I use your joke, I'll pay you 200 bucks. If you write me enough jokes, like based on your work ethic, I'll just pay you a flat fee. Like yeah. I had a, I had a system. I paid a lot of money. I, I lost money on the roast. <laughs> uh, but, you you know. had, but you killed it. Yeah. And it's, it's such a career high and yeah. it's such a uh, marker for a comedian. I mean, there's no bigger night of exposure as a comedian. Um, it used to be like doing Johnny Carson and getting called over the couch. That doesn't exist anymore sure, for comedians. Exactly. So you have these kind of moments where you really have to just do everything you can to have the best possible showing. Those moments will be tonight and tomorrow at the Punchline. Tickets yeah. available online. Punchline.com. Jamie Bandle, owner of the Punchline in studio, longtime friend of the show. Um, as, as a club owner... You see that Nikki's hot, right? I mean, you oh, yeah. as soon yeah. as the it goes up on the website, punchline.com, mm-hmm. boom. You, I'm sure you're getting more ticket requests than I was. Well, so and what's what really has been nice is Nikki has been somebody who we've looked to have at the club mm-hmm. uh, over the last several years. And just for scheduling reasons and a variety of other stuff, it never quite came together the way we wanted it to. We actually were talking about. Yeah. Um, but so this is this is a nice treat for us. So so you're breaking your punchline virginity here yeah, in Atlanta. I've That's done, awesome. I've been I've performed in Atlanta since the beginning of my career, mm-hmm. ten, you know, over 10 years ago, but I've never been at this club and it's always fun to go to a new club and um and yeah, it's I I have I don't think I've been to Atlanta since there was like a ice storm here and people got <laughs> stranded on the the highway. Oh, it was nine, years maybe. and years. Yeah. It, I mean, it's been so long. So, um, I know I have a lot of fans here, and um, and it's it's great because this I think got booked before I even knew I was doing the roast. So it all lined up oh, perfect, pretty well to have a great weekend. So let me while I have, while I have Jamie in here before you disappear. Um, so I Tuesday, Nikki, I went to the Tabernacle, which is this 
It's the old House of Blues House Club of Blues. downtown. Nice. And I saw Dave Chappelle and John Stewart, which yeah. I mean, what more can you ask for? It was phenomenal. I, I, I really can't think of a better yeah, co-headlining. Like I've seen Chappelle a bunch of times, but I. I maybe saw John Stewart in a club in New York in the late nineties. Mm-hmm. I mean, they all kind of run together. I, mean, I didn't even know he tours right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I went. It was a great show. That was on a Tuesday. At Wednesday, I wake up. I do TV in the morning, so I'm waking up at three in the morning. Yeah. And I see a picture of Jamie Bendel with Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, and John Stewart. Apparently, Chris Rock, Jamie, did a pop in on the Wednesday show. On the Wednesday show at the Tabernacle. So I missed. Chris Rock wow. by by one day. How how I'm I mean, how was Chris Rock? That's a dumb question. Well, so it's interesting. So I you know uh, I generally don't always take uh, as much opportunity to go see some of the other shows that are in concert. And this was something where I thought you know I haven't I hadn't seen John perform live in some number of years. So I called the fellow who was the promoter who I know uh, and who Nikki would know as well and said, listen, is there any way that you maybe got a ticket or two for my partner to go down there? And he said, when, when night can you go? And I said, well, Tuesday or Wednesday I'll work. And he said, you should go Wednesday. Huh. And I said, nah, I can go Tuesday or Wednesday, whichever. And he says, I can't, I can't really tell you why. <laughs> but you should go but Wednesday. You should really yeah, go Wednesday. Go wink, Wednesday. Wink. Well, you should go Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, and really, uh, Donnell Rawlings also did a great job on the show, and Michelle Wolf was there. Yeah, oh, nice. uh, yeah I saw pictures good. from that yeah, show, actually. So it was, was terrific, terrific show all the way around. Really the best part, and of course the audience goes crazy when Rock comes out. Because no one's got Nobody their phone knows. on. And then they, the phones are in the bags. <laughs> exactly. Which, by the way, they use at local high schools. So those same really? bags are the bags that now if you're in a high school, they drop Smart. your phone in. Interesting. And, you know, uh, so anyway, he, the audience goes nuts. They, they do this, uh, he does a great little set, and then Chappelle comes out and, of course, did a great job. Very tight. Yeah. Terrific set. Anybody who's there knows that. Um, but really, for me, the favorite part was when they all were kind of uh, just hanging out together on the stage, answering questions from the audience. That's so fun. And one of the secrets, I think, of the comedy business is there is no place that's quite as fun to be as among comedians hanging out sure. in the green room or at the back of the bar yeah. just talking after a show, making each other laugh. Yeah. Um, it's yes. really Right? That is the best. It's Yeah, because... Yeah, I'm so spoiled that my friends are the funniest people in the world, yeah. um, and that's why it's so hard to date anyone who doesn't <laughs> do. People. Yeah, it's like no yeah. one's funny, and I. It's a really high bar that we get to hang out and be with the funniest people, and to like, and to see Chappelle laugh, you know, right. you over laughing like at yeah. something, it's like. Laughs. It, it, there's and the audience feeds off that when you see a comedian laugh at another comedian. Like it's just you're right. It's there's something special about that dynamic. Yeah. So I there's a fella after the show. You get to go backstage a little bit, and there's you know you never know why the people are back there. Sure. But there was a guy there who was clearly non entertainer, non-professional person, right? And is there and uh, at some point everybody's kind of standing around making casual conversation, and this guy decides I'm going to tell a joke. No. No way. Yeah. Wait, was this Sanjay Gupta that did no, it? No, oh, no, okay. Because no, 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 Sanjay no, no. Gupta was backstage. Yeah. Oh, that's no, weird. No. Yeah. This is this was a, <laughs> just, just a random just a dude. Just a random dude. Okay. <laughs> uh, and and tells a joke. And and as he starts telling the joke, I could hear it starting oh. to be a joke. And he was trying to sneak it not, into not conversation. Not even a story. Just no, a not joke. even a story. Just uh, oh god, and I, hate this guy. I thought I don't. I, and everything <laughs> in my heart of hearts was like, dude, please stop. Just don't, don't. This is gonna go really bad. But then I thought. It's also the shot that you kind of have to take. Above that, though, I, I would think that it would be funnier for Chappelle's and Jon Stewart to see someone, like, shooting their shot 
And but that's what it is. You're like, you gotta go like, for it. You gotta uh, go for it. Yeah. I know you're David Copperfield, but yeah. let me show you how I can make a quarter appear behind your ear. Oh and it wasn't God. you though. That wasn't no, you. No, no, God, no. That is, I hate that story. I, I like just. If you're around comedians, just shut up and yeah. take it in. You don't compete with us. Don't try. I, if given in that setting, I wouldn't try to tell a joke. Sure, and, of you know what not. I mean? Like, know your place. People are just. But I'm sure that everyone made fun of him as soon as he left. I, yeah, I, I mean, I it, it kind of came and went. Like it was. I'll give you uh, sports people. I'll give you an analogy. You walk into a bar. Greg Maddox, Tom Glavin, and John Smoltz are there. You don't go up there and tell them how you threw your curveball in high school. Exactly, but right. everyone right. They're Hall thinks of Famers. that right. comedians want to hear your dumb joke, they don't. and we don't. They I, don't. If you come to my shows, don't come up to me and be like, I've got a joke for you. It's never worked out. Yeah. Actually, one guy gave me a line once uh, when I was on stage in Tampa. I did a joke, and then he just quietly muttered something under his breath, and I go, what did you say? And he said this line that was like a tagline, yeah. which is a tag is like a thing you say after a punchline that like adds to the joke. And I go, that's really funny. I go, I'm going to use that. Yeah. And I go, I go, can I? And he's like, what am I going to do with it? He's just like this old man. I go, I'm literally going to use it. And I, it is the, it is my closing joke. That's awesome. It is my closer. And I get comedians come up to me all the time and go, I cannot believe that joke. And I go, I bought it off a guy in Tampa. I pulled $2 out of my back pocket because that's all I had on stage with me. Him. And I go, hey, I'm buying the joke from you. So we'll hear that tonight and yeah, tomorrow at the punchline. Yeah, you'll hear that joke, yeah. All right, tickets online. Punchline.com. Can you hang out one more second, Mick? Uh, no. All right, she's out of here. <laughs> we'll be right back. Uh, thanks. <laughs> Friday edition of The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back. Friday edition of The Mark Aram Show. Uh, online, Twitter, and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. Nikki, you, uh, I'm a, well, I know you're on social media. Tell the folks how to find you on social media. Uh, Nikki Glazer, N-I-K-K-I-G-L-A-S-E-R, uh, on Instagram and Twitter. What's your preferred... Instagram. Instagram. That's the oh, hot it's one like now. that's the hot one yeah. now. It's like it's that's a dating app now. It's everything. <laughs> it's 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 how I communicate with fans. They can slide into my DMs that's... and maybe I'll see a message from you. I get a lot of them, so if you sure. message me, I might not see it. But um, but yeah, it's it's everything now. Twitter is kind of like all, all politics. Yeah. And it's upsetting, and it, Instagram's just fun. It gives you agita. I would only imagine. I say this with all due respect. You're obviously a very attractive, funny woman. That DM thing. Dudes must be in there constantly with you yeah it's 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 frequent but it feels really nice sometimes you need uh, (laughs) a boost and then sometimes it's really disgusting and you're like oh no thank you but it it runs the gamut i think that you to accept the things that are really sweet that people write you you gotta like read through some stuff that's not really sweet and that's really uh sticky i get some off-putting stuff and i'm i'm just a radio tv guy in atlanta it's kind of weird people can't help themselves and uh I, i do a lot of blocking i do a lot of shaming like if you write me something disgusting i'll screenshot it and then I'll put Ooh, it on my Instagram nice. story Ooh. and I won't put your name on it because I know that's what you want so people just know that you're disgusting <laughs> so you'll keep my anonymity you. thank yes, you yes right. yes excellent, <laughs> excellent. your anonymity yes um, Netflix right we got yeah I have a Netflix uh, stand up special on Netflix half hour and I have a um, Comedy Central um, special that's an hour long that you can find on iTunes I have uh, I know this is radio but I have a if you have Sirius XM I have a I radio show every single morning Monday through Thursday for 2 hours uh what channel 10 to 12 uh channel 95 Comedy Central Radio um so 8 I hours can flip a week over yeah. after Howard yeah, uh, like in 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 the one hour, Howard's still on, <laughs> yeah. uh, and I always tell people, listen to Howard, 
because I'm a huge Howard fan, and then listen to us on demand. That's pretty. So do you do that in New York? Yeah, yeah. I, I moved am... to New York for it so I could be on the same floor as Howard because I'm oh, such a huge fan. You I need just... an intern? I know, call right? call screen or I, anything? It's, I'll... it's a dream. That's it's the best. amazing. Yeah. All right. Boss, if you're listening, I'm just kidding. I've got three years <laughs> left of my deal. I'm not going anywhere. I love it. I love WSB Radio in Atlanta. Stay here. <laughs> exactly. Nikki, a pleasure. Seriously. Thank you so much for having hey, me. Hey, and uh, let me put in the push. Yeah. Right? We are on the cusp of football starting in earnest. Correct. Right? So you are left with one or two weekends that are sort of free. Let's do something as a date weekend. Ooh. This is really, I this think, This is the one. I'm yeah. serious. I'm so funny right now. It's ridiculous. Like, my, I, I have... People are leaving my shows just like yeah. I've never laughed and, that hard. And the I next time Mickey's in town, you're going to have to pay $400 at Phillips Arena. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it might be a little bit. It's, it definitely will be a more expensive ticket next exactly. time I'm in town. So my star is my stock is rising. <laughs> so get in early. Absolutely. <laughs> so great to see you. <laughs> Tickets you. online at punchline.com. News, weather, and traffic next. This is The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show. It is 737-ish, 23 in front of 8 o'clock. Mark Aram at your beck and call. Till 9 in the p.m. Thanks to uh, Nikki Glazer for uh, Glazer joining us. Uh, very funny comedian. She's at the Punchline this weekend. Um, I was going to go to the Punchline tonight, but um, I just ate my weight in pie. Uh, courtesy of uh, the Jackson Pie Company. Luke Jackson joins us in studio. Uh, CEO of the Jackson Pie. I'm, I'm giving you a title. Is that your title? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, chef getting owner. Getting really close to there. There you go. Can, chef owner, uh, Jackson Pie. Thanks for having me, Mark. My pleasure. I've been tasting your wares for a while now. Veronica Waters uh, from the WSB Radio Newsroom uh, apparently found your spot and has been a big fan. And she's bringing in pies. So I said, Ver- Veronica... I've got a sweet tooth. I need some pies. And she brought you in on a Friday night. So thank you for coming in, buddy. No problem. Thanks for having me. Uh, Veronica is a good friend of mine. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Veronica, of course. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we will uh, continue to, you know, make you happy with these pies. They're fantastic. So I just finished uh, the pecan pie, or is it pecan pie? Let me ask the pie expert. To me, it's yeah. pecan. Okay. So I think, you know, it's, it goes back and forth in the South, yeah. uh, depending on who you ask. Uh, but for Jackson Pie Company, it's definitely pecan. Pecan. See, yep. I grew up saying pe- pecan, pecan pie, mm-hmm. uh, because I just thought pecan is is too highfalutin. Like, oh, I'm getting a pecan pie for my <laughs> my debutante ball. So I always thought, well, you know, I'm a blue collar guy. It's pecan pie. But if you're telling me you're the guy yep. that made that amazing pie, so you're I saying, am. I am also a blue collar guy, and I, <laughs> I I vote for pecan. Pecan pie. <laughs> um, you seem pretty young to be such an expert pie maker. How old are you? Uh, so I'm 34. Okay. Uh, started baking pies as a young kid, growing up with my uh, grandmother, staying over her at her house during the summers, mm-hmm. um, and it kind of just grew from there. She introduced me to a pecan pie recipe. Um, and from there, it kind of just grew, making it for family, friends, and then started getting requests and kind of figured, hey, let's let's kind of take a next step with this. Thing. How long ago did you say, all right, let's take the next step and start the Jackson Pie Company? So it's been about two and a half, three years yeah. uh, since I officially started Jackson Pie Company. Good for you. That's that's a big jump, you know, because you're your own boss now. You're small business. That's a tough thing to, to get started and get going and have success. Any trepidations? Like, did, were you worried about the success of the Jackson Pie Company? Yeah, uh, pretty worried. Uh, you know, I think, um, of course, I still have my corporate gig okay. uh, that I'm still working on. So this is something that I continue, want to continue to grow yeah. um, and eventually make that next step. So, right. 
Yes. Where, where can listeners of the Mark Aram Show uh, enjoy these delicious pies? How can we get them? Yep, so you can check us out at jacksonpiecompany.com. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Jackson Pie Co. or search for us on Facebook at Jackson Pie Company. All right, and what pies do you offer? So I've had the buttercream, uh, no, buttermilk. Buttermilk, yep. And the pecan, pecan. What, what other pies do you offer yep. at the Jackson Pie so, Company? So uh, the ones that you had were our mini versions of the pecan and the buttermilk. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also have full versions of pecan, buttermilk, cherry. Uh, and then that menu changes seasonally. So yeah. once we get into the fall, we'll have sweet potato, apple, um, and of course our, our signature pecan. Um, what's the deal with mincemeat? What's going on there? That's I've never a, had it in my life. That's a great question. Uh, <laughs> I've yet to make the mincemeat pie. I uh, haven't taken that step yet. You know of it, though, right? I do know of okay. it. Uh, there's also you know, other pies that are very popular now, like bean pies. What's a bean pie? That is a great question. <laughs> um, but I hear it's good. I need to get out and try some of our uh, our local pie makers out here. So um, you know, for us, we try to kind of stick to the old Southern classics, sure. uh, like pecan and buttermilk and and just want to continue to make people happy. Blueberry, what are your thoughts on a blueberry pie? Um, Not the biggest fan. Really? Yeah, not the biggest fan. How I, come? That seems like be a popular uh, big seller. F- fruit pies are, are, are good, of course, yeah. um, but I think, you know, whenever we kind of uh, simplify it with, you know, some of these pecan classics like mm-hmm. the buttermilk, it, it's hard to go towards a blueberry really? for me. Really? Yeah. I find that very interesting yeah. because I would think in the, in the pantheon of the pie world, um, that blueberry would be one of, a top five requested pie. I mean, that seems to come to mind. Cherry, apple, yeah. um, those are two big favorites. Um, and, of course, you know, pecan. Um, peach. peach, yep. You do a peach pie? Do, can do a peach pie. Right. Um, but like I said, you know, our menu kind of changes seasonally. Yeah, so just kind of good. Yep, just check yeah. us out on jacksonpiecompany.com. Uh, for our menu and pricing. Luke Jackson from Jackson Pie Company uh, in studio on the Mark Aram Show, making sure my uh, blood sugar level does not dip below the uh, recommended <laughs> level. Um, your thoughts on, on, a, on a meringue, a lemon meringue pie? Love a good lemon meringue. That's a t- It's tough to make, though, right? The meringue part is a tough thing to master. It is, and, and it's even... Uh, tougher to ship and deliver sure, to yeah. people, so uh, that's one that's that's not currently on our menu. But um, love well, I'm the not, taste. I'm not requesting it. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> ask, as I have the pie expert in here. I figured I'd ask my yeah, pie centric question. And our and our friend Veronica, she mentioned that her favorite pie was key lime, which is also a, a you know favorite of mine. Yeah, so. but a pain in the ass to make and ship. It's definitely a pain in the yeah, ass. Yeah, don't yep. worry about that. <laughs> um, chocolate cream. Chocolate cream. Let's talk chocolate cream pie. Um, That's my dad's favorite. Is it? Yeah, it's kind of old school diner. Yes, exactly. Type pie. Um, You know, I think it's definitely a classic, and would love to eat it every day. Yeah. Um, But you know, that's one of those top pies that everyone loves. Did you? So I, when I was in college, I had a part time job at a bakery in Connecticut, Um, and basically my job was just to make my boss laugh. (laughs) I was really a bad worker, but but part of my duties. was to make the pie dough. I actually have experience making pie dough. That being said, if the radio thing doesn't work out, yes. I have pie dough making experience. So if you need a hand. I will definitely keep that in mind. Yeah. Um, I think you've probably got a pretty secure job here. but uh, uh, You never know. <laughs> you you, you never do know never know. Yeah. Uh, so I will keep that in mind. And uh, if you want to you know, slide your resume over towards me after this All interview. Right. Feel free. Do you know what's funny? When I worked at, I don't know, did you ever work in a in a in a bakery or a, 
uh, any kind of uh, food service industry so before this? So, worked in food service industry, uh, waited tables, that type stuff, but yeah. never in a bakery. Uh, more so self-taught, yeah. um, just in the kitchen. So, when yeah. I one of my jobs in the bakery was to make the donuts every day, which you think was fantastic. Um, after a summer of making donuts, I didn't eat a donut for 10 years. I got so disgusted with them because you have to stand well this is how we did it i don't know how real people did it um but i would stand over this big vat of of hot oil yep and i would put the i'd put the donuts in and then i'd have two wooden drumsticks that i'd use to flip the donuts individually and my skin would get all greasy and then i'd have to glaze them or jelly fill them it was i mean i'm fine i eat donuts now i've I've gotten over that (laughs) but literally it was a 10-year period where i didn't want to see a donut is it, do you have anything like that with like are you just sick of pies now after you know I'm not sick of pies I probably don't eat as much as I probably used to yeah. um, but I was telling Veronica I, I like to try every pie that I that I make if I'm making a big large pat or uh, batch I really just want to make sure that the quality controls there sure you gotta um, taste them yeah. gotta taste them Absolutely. so I don't think I'll ever get tired of pie um, but it's it's so tough. She said. Yeah, <laughs> no, that didn't really that didn't really work that well. Veronica, can you come in for a second? Veronica yeah, Waters so. is in here filming. So how how did you uh, discover the Jackson Pie Company, Veronica, and bring this sweetness to my life? You know what? I honestly don't know. So I knew Luke through a mutual friend. My bestie and Luke used to work together. Sonia. Yep. Sassy Pants? Sassy Pants. Sassy Pants and Luke used to work together. And um, so we would go out for crab legs sometimes on those dates where you somehow would never remember Uh, to um, to join us or whatever because you're always playing playing poker or something. (laughs) And um, and Luke would talk. They would she would talk about the pies that he would bring into work. Yeah. And it just kind of. You know, fast forward, then I found out Luke was actually selling them, and he um, was putting pictures on Instagram and stuff, and they're, like, totally mouth-watering. So I was like, let me get some of these pies, and literally my toes curled the first time I bit into (laughs) one of those pecan pies. I thought, oh, my God. And I think I sent him a text and said, what in the world are you putting in this stuff? And what did you say, Luke? Um, Crack. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what's funny? I remember the first time you brought him in, Veronica, and Veronica Waters, lovely reporter, fantastic friend. Uh, no, fantastic reporter, lovely friend. Let me flip those. I thought they were from Mississippi. I thought, I was like, Veronica brought pie back from Mississippi. This is fantastic. Jackson, Mississippi pie. And I didn't discover until after I ate them that they weren't from Mississippi. They were they were Lukey Jackson they pies. They were right down the road. <laughs> yep. And, you know, with, with Jackson Pie Company, kind of our, our motto is live, love, pie. And that kind of shows that, you know, Life is just really about being happy, and, and sometimes you can just be happy off a single little pie. Yeah. So um, we just want to kind of continue that, that mindset and thought um, and continue to deliver great pies. Can I give people. you a new motto? Yeah. Jackson Pie Company, cake sucks. <laughs> I'm with you, you on can that. Can you do that? I am not a fan of cake. All right. Um, <laughs> growing up. That's like the arch enemy of pie, Veronica. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want. Well, I was saying, you know, pie. <laughs> Pie, you can cake you can, lives matter. <laughs> <laughs> well, pie, you can eat at any time of the day and not feel bad about cake. Yeah. If you eat it in the morning, there's a guilt there. So, uh, with pie, it's flexible. You know, can eat it for breakfast and just want to continue to uh, to deliver great pies to the city of Atlanta. Well, you keep bringing me to WSB Radio, and I'll stay fat and happy. <laughs> uh, one more time, where can we where can we purchase your pies, Luke? Yep, you can check us out on JacksonPieCompany.com. Um, as well as follow us on Instagram at Jackson Pico, um, and then search for us on Facebook 
at Jackson Pie Company. All right. Legit, folks. First-hand uh, recommendation. These pies are delicious. Uh, the pecan and the buttermilk. Oh, real quick, what the hell is a buttermilk pie? I'm from Connecticut. I've so, never heard of it. Yeah, so buttermilk pie is an old-fashioned southern pie um, that is basically made out of buttermilk, um, <laughs> sugar, yeah. eggs, vanilla, and a little bit of salt. Um, it's got kind of a custard-like feel taste to yeah, it. I love it. Yep. I just I had my first buttermilk pie. It might have been yours, actually. Yep. When Veronica brought him in, and I'm like, what is this goodness? I think a lot of people have a negative connotation whenever they think of buttermilk, um, which I don't blame them. They should. It's fantastic. <laughs> so, uh, you know, with this pie, I think it really kind of brings out uh, the richness and, and goodness of, of buttermilk. So, hope you enjoy. Luke, bless your heart. Thank you so much. We appreciate it, buddy. Cool. All right. Thanks the for having us. pies are fantastic. Jackson Pie Company, ladies and gentlemen. Hang tight. We'll be right back. It's Friday edition of The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back. Friday edition of The Mark Aram Show, Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. on the Nifty 7 and 50. Big, big week next week on the show. Uh, Robert Carradine will join us. Who's Robert Carradine? You might know him as the lead character in Revenge of the Nerds, the main nerd. Yeah, he's going to join us here. I'm very excited. Um, He might be the last main character of Revenge of the Nerds that I have not yet interviewed, so that will be coming up next week. Uh, Plus, we'll have Johnny Kilbasa with the Double Deuce uh, Fast Food Reviews. And uh, he's working on the Football Minute, which is going to premiere every Mondays, uh, every Monday at uh, 835. The Football Minute is premiering soon. Uh, little Sanjay will be live in studio. And we got some fun stuff, Millennial Match Game. We're going to play this or that next week, which we haven't done in a while. So uh, next week, big stuff on tap on the Mark Aram Show. And now you can hear uh, this show replayed on Sundays, I believe, at 11 a.m. I'm not 100% sure about that. But at some point on Sunday, you get to hear a little bit of Mark Aram. So we're on now six days a week, which is... Mighty, mighty fine. Um, we can connect on social media over the weekend on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram, Facebook Mark Aram WSB. Best way to connect with me there. Um, as I don't know if I mentioned this, but uh, I celebrated my 21st anniversary at WSB uh, today. So uh, yeah, 21 years strong here at WSB. All right, uh, again on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram and Facebook Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, a little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network, and it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.